Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be getting into on this week's show? Ryan, I have some good news. Cigarettes are at an all-time low usage rate. Booyah! Are you talking about that later? I do, damn it, Tyler! <laughs> and fake kidnappings. Don't do them, people. What about you, Ryan? You're not in charge of me. Tyler, Botox finally doing something good for people. And <laughs> I think I've had a breakthrough with the opposite of toxic masculinity. Mm. So let's talk about it. Tyler, can you think of a movie moment that made you realize, oh, I like sex. And, and, and I like to throw like a bite-sized, easy thing to say at the beginning of these episodes. This one was a little bit tougher for me. What I'm asking is, is there a movie moment that made you realize your sexual orientation? Or for me, I remember a specific moment where I'm like, I like women. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and devote my whole life to this. Yeah, I, I don't know about sexual orientation specifically, but just that lit that fire yep, in a you young Tyler Menendez was Fifth Element. Mila Jovovich removing her wet shirt in the background and putting on that orange strap sure. thing, whatever. Sure. And uh, and yeah, I remember being. I don't know. I was I was young. And I remember being that. I was like, oh. I like boobies. I guess we grew up in the same household because mine is also from the fifth element. True? I swear, I swear, when you, I could not have been more disheartened. <laughs> I could not have been more disheartened than what you just said. I could change my answer if you like. I, can, can we edit that out? Sure. No, but at least for me, uh -huh. it was when she was being constructed in the tube. Oh, there two, you go. Two totally different movements. Same boobies. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, we watch a lot of fifth element in our house. So oh, perhaps that has something to do with it. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or or uh, or Pocahontas and John flirting it up on that cartoon way back when. That was pretty odd. The raccoon was looking oh, on. What? That was a weird thing. What? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. This is true. Yeah. A young Tyler. Oh, no, no, no. That was obviously a joke. Oh, I, I didn't know. Because yeah. I have some Jessica <laughs> Rabbit fantasies that I wouldn't mind sharing with you. Jessica Rabbit is a good one. It's because when you're that young, when, you're, when your hormones are getting going, you don't really need a whole lot. Oh, absolutely. And as you become an adult, nobody is ever turned on by cartoons. I think that's evident by my search history. Clearing my browser <laughs> history. <laughs> Bury me with it. But I think, so for a lot of the older generation, you have Fast Times at Ridgemount High, which is a classic moment. Where before my time. And, and before my time as well. Yeah. But Phoebe Cates comes out of the pool. Oh, I know the scene. Topless, as do I. I don't yeah. think I've ever actually sat down and watched the whole movie. Oh, was she topless? She was topless. Oh. Uh, oh I forget yeah. who the male actor was. He was... Um, was what, he also topless? What's the scientific way of saying jerking off, Tyler? Uh, hunka hunka. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot you grew up in that village in uh, Papua New Guinea. <laughs> so so um, there are so many of these moments, and I guess you kind of consolidate it with movies because movies tell us so much about our culture. Is that... Do I have that correct? Like, I mean, absolutely. That's why sex for so many years, sex was seen as this like icky thing. So it was snuck into movies, but it wasn't the centerfold violence. We love violence sure, in our society violence. and it is all over our entertainment. What's sexier than violence, Tyler? Uh, sex. 
Uh, sure, there's penetration, and then there's, you know, penetration with a katana blade. Well, Which one gets say, it going more? What about what sex I mean? where we point guns at each other's faces? You're talking about Kill Bill. Oh, that's true. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, Haitian Army, and salutations to you, one young Tyler Menendez. Hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm Session, wait, scrolling, 166, Tyler. I have never been committed to anything more in my life except for those three years I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Tyler, we are alive in a time. Prove it. Of misinformation. Oh, that is true. Why, why is that? It's just we're, we're so we're in a time where we are so flooded with facts that facts don't exist anymore. Flooded with information, not facts. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, if if you tell me one thing, I can go find 50 different uh, you know resources that tell me the exact opposite. How did we get into this situation? Technology. Yeah. It's the it's the streaming of information has never been faster than it is now. And let me just say, and I don't mean to worry or scare any of you out there but but enjoy this time while we have it because where it will be in 10 to 20 years we're going to look back on this and be like oh man we had it so good yeah i mean it's almost like reflecting on the time before social media i don't know if anybody does that now and thinks back to like oh man my life was so different before i watched four hours of tiktok a day yeah uh, well I, I think a time before cell phones think about a time before people could just reach out and interact with you at any given moment I think about that so much because I am, we've discussed it on the show, I am the type of person where right now I bet you I have 35 text messages unread. Mm. And I don't- What? I, I do, for what? sure. Yeah. I, I use my text messages as an answering machine. Mm -hmm. I don't want, to, if you answered every text that came in, it would be the only thing that you're doing. Yeah, you're a bad texter. I am a bad I, texter. I love you. You're a bad texter. Tyler, I love you too, but it if it never stops. Mm. I can't. You we get it. You're popular. It's, Tyler, <laughs> it's my cheekbones. You can cut cheese on them. Why do you cover them up with the beard? It's so adorable. I'm, I'm dodging some warrants, Tyler. And, and you're right. I am a bad texter, but nonetheless, I digress. Let's go back to where we were. Please, please. Time misinformation. Mm-hmm. How far are you willing to push credit to an article if it supports something you want to believe? Oh, so much easier. Like if you so go to easier. the New York Times or the Washington Post or I don't know, that social media platform that Trump has, whatever you think is- Truth social, baby. That's it. How do I get onto that? Is it? A, do they have a dating part? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It's truth sex. So anyway, love that guy. Uh, how, like, here's the problem. Whatever you think is an accredited news source, you go there and you're like, okay, I believe it. I know that they're checking and then checking and then checking their, their information. Mm -hmm. How far are you willing to go down that ladder to be like, okay, I read this somewhere just because it's what you want to believe. Because I, I think I have something of that, something along those lines where it looks like it has real statistical data that I, I want to believe in, but I'm not sure if it's the right source. Well, it's, it's really hard to say because you're asking me, when do I make the decision 
to believe this thing that already reinforces the idea that I already have. And I don't think it's a conscious decision. I think that when you read something that does that, when you read something that you already agree with, the brain is already programmed to be like, oh yeah, of course, I, I knew that already. But at this point in our life, at this point in our timeline, don't we need to evolve beyond that? I mean, I, I'm going into shtick here, but before we do that, don't we all need to make that conscious decision? Like literally when we're reading anything, there is, I could watch a video and I don't automatically believe it. That's where we're at, man. You have to sift through your own thoughts before you accept information in this world. But I think that we're evolving to do that. I, we don't, it doesn't just happen from one day to the next. You have to go through, growth is ugly, man. And you got to go through a painful, ugly phase to grow into something better, whether it's on a societal level or whether it's on a personal level. And I think we're doing that right now with technology. This is the primordial soup of technology. It's the wild west. It, it's, it's sure. no, we haven't even gotten to buildings and guns yet. Uh, uh, comparatively right now we are in the, what is going to be in the future, something very advanced, something maybe even really scary. But right now, I guess you could say Wild West in the sense of, bro, we're still figuring laws out regarding this shit. And the way that the speed of the technology is evolving, I don't think we'll ever be able to catch up. Yeah, it, it might be beyond us. And there's ideas that, you know, in the evolutionary idea that we were put here just in, you know, create technology and then die off. But that is a bleak existence. I want to have some fun here. I found an article where they have some actual quantifiable data that I can show you. Oh, I didn't bring my iPad. How about mm, that? Unfortunately. Where they have figured out a number for SMV, Tyler. SMV, which stands for sexual market value. They are trying to figure out at what time in your life males and females are at their highest sexual market value. What does that mean to you? I guess at a time in their life when you can sell them sex for the most profit. No, when you no. are the most sexually, when, when you are at your peak in terms of your- My a, libido. Your libido, your mm. age, the way that society grades you, the oh. way your desirability they oh, have- Oh, I see. Not me wanting sex, but people wanting me Correct. for sex. Now, oh, when does that start? Well- <laughs> I talked to your doctor within the year or two and we should yes. be ready to go. So they say men, and perhaps you'll understand why this, that I wanted to follow this down. Men. It's going to be in the forties, isn't it? 38 years old. Oh, okay. Peak <laughs> sexual market value, 38 years old. There's really? all sorts of statistics and data. Yeah, men. Yes. Because you know, you're, you have more success at work. Very rarely do you run into a 22 year old millionaire. That's I, fair. I guess more and more now. That's so, fair. so men, 38 years old is the same sexual market value as a woman at? You tell me. I'm uh, 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 23 years old, Tyler. Oh, They're man. saying 23 years old is where a woman is at her highest sexual market value. Well, that's just inappropriate. Well, to stop the shtick here for a second again, I'm sorry. This is a break. We're having speed. a real conversation. What do you mean shtick? It's, don't you worry. I'll, I'll make it ridiculous. Okay. That's my job here. Is it? Culturally, what we grade women on and how we assign their value to them, a bit unfair. It's, yeah. it's a bit unfair in Hollywood, the way that we allow women to age as opposed to men to age, a bit unfair. Absolutely. It's all, I, I, and, and it can happen to anybody, but primarily to women, it's, it's how you look. 
One how do you look? Well, what does I, your body look like? How thin is your waist? How big are your boobs? All that bullshit. Why? How, how, how big are your, they? Your boobs are getting Thank you. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But here's the fact of the matter is, you say men or women, but we assign that value so much higher on women. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's it, not even close. It can happen to anybody because men can be sexualized too. They can be, uh, that can be done to them. But women, as you said, get it far worse. Oh, you're right. I, listen to me. I worked the bar last night. If I was a woman, some of the stuff that happened there was criminal. I'm dead serious. Women can can sexually, I don't want to say assault, but women can H- be harass. Harass, harass for sure. Yeah. Now, is harass one word or two, Tyler? Now here, <laughs> now that's the shit we're talking about is right what there. I'm talking about right here. That's, you're both the victim and the perpetrator. <laughs> I'm bringing it to light. I'm bringing it to light. I want to shine a light on these motherfuckers. Sure, it's me. Now, now, so basically, the statistics that I'm talking about, they all feed my ego and what I want to believe. Am I willing to give this credit if the name of the article is "Men Mature, Women Wither"? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. What, can I ask you who the source is? It is. Um, that's a great question. How about this? You could just take a second because we can edit it out. Instead of me giving you the source, can All I right. just read you one of the paragraphs in, in the in the data? Can you give me the source afterwards? No. Okay. Just be happy that you were born a man. Work hard, lead your life, let a woman step into it, never accept shit from a woman, never commit to anyone until you reach your peak, then find a woman at her peak. Okay, who the fuck wrote Can that? Can we edit that out and just go with the data? It look, wait, look at who, this. I need to know what the source is. I'm gonna have tell to, me the source. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm what have do to you look mean? It it's up. not right there. Uh, no. How do you have the article without the author or the website? I took a bunch of screenshots. Tyler. Oh my I, god! Um, so are we discrediting You're it? You're the or? worst journalist I have ever met. Let's do the depression index. <laughs> Wait, I mean, what kind of... How do you not find the source? I, what do you want me to do, Tyler? No one cares. You your job. Know. <laughs> no. What the depression index? Checkmate. Tyler, I'm trying really hard. I'm spinning a lot of plates. Are you? No. <laughs> we, we use this as a way to talk about our, our depression and, and lack thereof. And I think we just had somewhat of a show meeting. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do my job. Well, okay, Ryan. Uh, I don't know how else to help you, Tyler. How was your week, man? Worse now. Ay, ay, ay. Ryan matures. I'm, Tyler withers. Oh, I'm the lady in this one. I'm, like, I'm the younger one, so, you know. Uh, I'm doing good, buddy. I um, My head's spinning. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yelling. It's a lot, man. Uh, I'm... I'm good. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think back to my week. I had a good time. It's been pretty low key, as we said earlier. Sure. I have decided to take 30 days to not drink. So far, I'm on day. What is this? Saturday. So I'm on day six. Actually, on Thursday, I snuck in and poured a little tequila in your mouth while you were sleeping. Oh man, that's yeah. why I woke up feeling great sure. and wearing that sombrero. Yeah. <laughs> Culturally appropriate. Pecho in Mexico, Tyler. Uh, yeah, so it's been good. I, as I said, the temptation hasn't been anywhere near as strong as I thought it would have been, so, which is a good thing. It's a habit. It's just a habit. It's not sure. like a, a deep desire. I know people have a physical addiction. I don't think you and I are there. It's just a habit. Well, I can tell you right now, I used to be there, which is why I was so proud of myself. You're more fun I, back then. I have, I know, I have been uh, in situations in the past where I've said that I wanted to do this very thing I'm doing now, and the pull, the urge to drink was so strong, I gave in. But you thought that you think that that was a physical feeling and not like 
everybody's drinking around me or I'm uncomfortable and I would like to some social lubrication. No, it was a mental feeling. Yeah. But I mean, whether it's mental addiction yeah. or physical addiction, it's addiction. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was due to the discomfort where I'm in a, a, a public setting and I just need that 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 wall, that shield in front of me. Well, that take is, some of this pressure off. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it was in, in, in the pressure. I need a drink, Tyler. The pressure was there last night to a certain degree. Uh, but it was nowhere near strong as it used to be, and I accredit that just to the work that I've been doing. So and, and that's once growth. You, once you get into the vibe of the night, it, it dissipates back into the the background. Definitely. I think it's that initial like, oh man, everybody's drinking. Well, it's not even everybody's drinking. It's just <clears throat> that that we talk about it, uh, uh, that hump. Once you get over that initial urge that initial sensation yep. of wanting to do whatever it is it doesn't even need to be drinking whatever it is you get there and it's pressure 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 and then once you finally get over that uh that uh, initial hump as i said uh it's much easier after that well for me and and i do believe i have some form of a drinking problem it, not not a not a working one but i think it might be with me for my whole life i have waves of urges so oh, it'll, definitely. i'll make it through the first one and then all the you know it's like seeing somebody smoke in a movie or have a drink in a movie it it it, it, it clicks something inside you and you're like i should do that mm. and, and so for me it's just a constant you know wave after wave what would you say even that second urge that comes that second wave not as high as the first one uh it, no i i think it could fluctuate I, but mm. i i really struggle with it because i and i'm you're probably the same the way my mind works it works so fast that man that that initial drink that letdown from the initial drink just really suits me well it's the second third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh sure and why you got some or have, you, have you have you thought about having a drink and just relaxing just have yeah, a drink it, to it, get away from drinking. It would make it easier to stop drinking if I could just have a little, I don't know, pina colada. Mm. Oddly specific. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's been it's been a good week. Good, uh, no, no, no theme this week. I just uh, I'm still doing my classes. I am. Oh, 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 for depression index. I guess I can I can say this. I am signing up for acting lessons. So that should be a, a good time. I, I I spoke with the owner of the acting school yesterday and uh, we're gonna do this thing. Awesome, Tyler. Yeah, yeah it should, should be fun. Doing should new things, trying new things. And it's actually in line with all the mental health that I've been doing because the whole, the, what pulled me to the class was that they do it in a way where they work on your traumas from back in the day and that you use that as an emotional fuel for the acting itself. And they say it can be so cathartic. I would imagine that a lot of acting is in that vein, or at least good acting. And I'm saying this with no knowledge, as I say most things, um, you would have to play on your own experiences to bring up that emotion. If, you, if you'd never experienced it, it would be tough, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, again, as you said, I can repeat it. I don't know jack shit about the, the strategy or the, um, the skill that is acting. Uh, so well, I'm, we're going to find out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to I'm going to do it. it and it's going to be a good time. So the Haitian uh, Army supports you this week. I am. Let's say a four. Let's do it. One, oh. two, three, four. I am phlegmy, Tyler. I'm I'm working. You on sound some. you sound gross. What's going on with me? Am I OK? Uh, do I, I don't get I don't know. I we're good. You look good. I look you good. look good. Thank Nipples you. are perky as hell, man. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Tyler, get it up. What is. I said this on the intro, and I don't even know how to get into it, but I do have a theme this week. What is to you? Well, I'm going to ask you what's the opposite of toxic masculinity, but what is toxic masculinity? That's a new buzzword with all the, you know, you liberals are saying. What is it? Yeah. Well, it's a negative definition of 
uh, masculinity when it's taken to an extreme of things that people believe should men should be. And then they take that to an extreme. Alpha. Yeah, and they use it ag aggressive against others when, and I think- Intolerant. I think anybody who can hear the sound of my voice already knows this. It's a shield to cover up that, that person's insecurity. I disagree, I'm just very strong. <laughs> well, in, in that masculinity, in the way that you're talking about it, that is, in and of, that jealousy, and it doesn't have to be gender specific, but I am a man, so I'm talking about it through my prism, that masculinity, isn't it almost always in that vein in which we're speaking about it? Isn't that always insecurity? The jealousy and you're my property and you know. But that's not masculinity. What is that? That's just jealousy and ins oh, insecurity. Insecurity, yeah. insecurity For, shame, right. embarrassment, which is something that everybody deals with, right. but it's how you deal with it that's important. Well, I feel some of that in terms of my own insecurity and stuff. Let's say at the gym, I spend a lot of time at the gym and where you wanna be tough and you wanna be mean mugging and you wanna be this guy that, hey, this guy's not gonna F with me. I, I think to different degrees, a lot of people feel that. Now, the opposite of toxic masculinity you know, I play around with these ideas and then I go into the gym and I use it as my, forgive me for this, my danger room. I use the gym as a place- Oh, from X-Men. From X-Men, yeah. where I go in and I I use some of these thoughts and some of these philosophies that I have with a bunch of people and with the most beautiful women in the world here mm -hmm. in Miami and with these big, strong, steroided up guys. And, and this is my thought this week. Instead of being a man and bearing your chest and, and, and all of that. What if there is some sort of masculinity in terms of how much can I take before I have to protect myself? My masculinity is I could go with the flow. Hey, no problem, man. Hey, no big deal. Even if you're being aggressive towards me or whatever the deal is, I'm so strong in my masculinity. I don't need to protect myself from you. I'm good over here. Yep. I don't need to prove myself to you. That's I see you got something going on. I, I wish you the best. I, ho I hope you feel better later on. How much can I take before I need to let you know I'm the wrong guy for this? Well, that is the line between prove myself and protect myself. Right. Protect myself, every being in the universe has a right to protect itself. But to prove yourself is is what we're talking about, is ego. Sure. It's, it's, I run, my, my um, example is eye contact. If I lock eyes with another man, I have this voice in my head that, that subconsciously says, oh, if you break eye contact first, you're the weak one. And every single time I have to work through that, like, bro, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, well, it does not matter. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Maybe people know what you're talking about. Maybe this is a Miami thing, or at least turned up yeah. here in Miami, the land of beautiful and ego-filled people. And insecure people. And my idea is this, guys, mean mugging me guys at the gym staring at me i am challenging myself to be friendly yeah just to smile be, to be good because yep. that is who i am i am a friendly guy and i like being nice to people and that is awesome and mm -hmm. it speaks to who i genuinely am i don't need to prove myself to you pretty happy being myself and smiling and being cool Good God, man. I don't know what's happening. Good God. I was just, just smiled. Make sure you don't speak. <laughs> Can you well, see the phlegm through my teeth? <laughs> and and that's it. That's the difference. You're you're right now are talking about two different uh personalities within you. You have your ego, which does all of that stuff, the toxic masculinity love that. Love stuff. That guy. Well, you should love everything he's, he's about fun. yourself. And then the real you, which is no, no matter what my ego says. I want to be this kind, nice, yep. 
genuine person, yep. regardless of the instinct yep. that is telling me, no, 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 puff your chest out and, and make eye contact and all that kind well, of Well, you stuff. say instinct, I say habit built up through years of insecurity. I don't even think it's my instinct. I believe my true instinct is to be nice and I have lost that over the years while trying well, to prove myself. Well said. Well and said. if that guy doesn't take my smile, I'm going to kick the shit out of him. <laughs> this week, I am at a three, man. I'm at a one, two, three. Honestly. First of all, you always get outdo me. I feel terrible, but I can't lose, Tyler. Second of all, can't. I love the idea of being a good, genuine person, but I got that toxic masculinity waiting in the wings in case you don't smile back. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you always got a plan B. You know what I'm saying? I said, how was your weakness? <laughs> Tyler, do you know oh, the word? Oh, there it is. Oh, what's that? He's blind? Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Just take the menu. Tyler, oh. Timber, Pitbull, Kesha. Oh. That's a good song. That's a workout banger. It's a workout banger, man. It's a good song, it is yeah. Now, how do you feel about Pitbull? Uh, he's a really nice guy. I just don't really love his music. I have some shame when it comes to Pitbull, and here's why, okay? Is it because you can't count as high as him? One, two, three, <laughs> four. Everybody in the world looks at that guy and sees this slick, charismatic, kind of like, I don't want to say full of shit, but he, like he's he's kind of cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit, um, I would almost- Full of bluster. I would almost use the word campy, where he's like so into this persona where you're like, come on, come bro. On. Come on. And my problem is this. That's the way that the world sees Cubans. And that's not my full. That's not my full problem. The problem is. I mean, it's kind of real. Yeah, Pitbull. Yeah, yeah. Chill, man. Yeah. This is a deeply guarded secret. But he's also well. He's Go also back to your He's kind of also representing the the general Cuban culture. It is full of bluster and full of machismo. Kind of a lot like what we're talking about. There is a lot of toxic masculinity in the Hispanic culture, specifically Cuban culture. I agree, and uh, I think there's some real deep things to get in. I had a joke loaded up, and I actually heard what you said. I appreciate that. And I that. am now, I was going to say, at least he's not worldwide, but I'm not going to do that. Thank God you didn't. Lebetard has been doing these South Beach sessions, which I never listened to, but I happened to listen to one of them, and he was talking about that, about the Cuban culture of staying under our mother's apron strings and the way that they don't let them go yep. and the way that it affects your social output for the rest of your life. And it was very, very interesting. Our mother isn't Cuban, mm. but man, we experienced a lot of that. And uh, they, we have that. very Cuban upbringing, even though she is Irish, our father being Cuban. And uh, I, I, I found it to be deeply interesting. Well, I think Cubans take it Eat to- that pit bull. And maybe, and maybe Hispanic culture as a whole, but I can speak primarily to Cuban culture where Cuban mothers are, they take it to an extreme where even when you bring a girlfriend home, they are never- Good enough for well, my son. Don't say never, but you're talking about the. I'm the, saying generally, generally speaking, the stereotype that we're talking about here. But is, is also common. It is a, it, not just a stereotype where it's this thing to insult Cubans with. It is a real thing. But aren't a lot of stereotypes? I, I know this is an entirely I, different. <laughs> Dude, I can only keep so many conversations Are running in my Asians head. <laughs> from the future, yes or no? They've been around the longest, I think. But a lot of stereotypes are based on real information. For in, sure. In, in, but this is a commonality found in society, in the Cuban society. That's a great way to put it. And, sure. and there's a lot to go into there. But uh, Yeah, a lot of unpacking <laughs> that would need to be done. Uh, but you know what? We're getting too deep. Timber. <laughs> <laughs> That's a workout. That's a weird jump off point. Tyler. You know what? We need to celebrate somebody's death to slow this thing down, Tyler. 
We need to dance on the grave of somebody great. Dance on the grave of somebody great. To elevate ourselves, we need to stand on a headstone. Yeah! Ryan, you know that sound. <laughs> Where you're just trying to stop me from talking? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, do. I just want to drown you out. I do, I get it. Ryan, Yo. happy death day this week. A long, beloved figure from our history hit me. Uh, I was just joking before. Happy death day is not where we make fun of somebody who dies. Somebody has passed away and we celebrate their life. This is just a little thing we do. I, I, I breeze right on past I, that. I would prefer if you didn't because yeah, it yeah, left yeah. me looking like a she's a pit. Jerry Springer, Ryan. Jerry, oh, you didn't hear about this? I thought you would have heard. The mayor of Cincinnati? The mayor of Cincinnati. Oh, you know what? For all of his shenanigans, I always thought that he was a nice person. And and a very smart person. Oh, for sure. You can't very be a politician smart. without being brilliant. Yes, he died. That's true. <laughs> very true. Social commentary. Uh, he, yes, he died uh, two days ago, April 27th. Born in hear that. 1944 in London. Really? Yeah, that was that was my London yeah, you nailed it. accent. It was terrible. Um, man, that's a bummer. That's it, a bummer. It is. He, he really revolutionized, almost in a way, American culture. He he let us celebrate being a piece of shit. He specifically said uh, my show had a negative impact on um, on American culture. He 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 turned it. Uh, the show, not him, but the show turned uh, the culture for the worse, I yeah. think we can say. He's like that guy who invented those coffee pods, the Keurig, where he's just oh, like, yeah. ah, he fucked up. Yeah, I fucked this up here. Well, as you know, he hosted the Jerry Springer show for- was, it, was that him? I don't think that was him. 27 seasons. How, how long was it? as popular as I remember it. Oh, I mean, we'd have to do a week in review. Yeah. It actually, it went from night. You know what? I, I, this is unbelievable. 1991. It, it stopped in 2018. That's only shocking. five years ago. Though. Alex Jones is still out there making TV. That's fair. That's fair. Pay your billion dollars, asshole. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> uh, and he's also done uh, many acting um, uh, cameos from the Simpsons, Austin Powers, uh, many different things. He, as you said, he was a mayor of Cincinnati for two years i believe um he was on a personal note he filled so many hours of entertainment while i skipped school yeah uh, uh so many uh, i was gonna say days weeks months years that i skipped Who knows? school sure. it, it was uh it was incredible uh in a in a in a gross yeah makes me feel disgusting kind of way you know I, but I, I always had the prices right to lift me back thank up the lord yeah. medicinal prices right with that phallic <laughs> microphone in your mouth I uh, I mentioned the Jerry Springer show in, in one of the my band old bum ruckus songs mm. because it was part of my day. Josh and I would wake up and we would watch Jerry Springer. It was part of our deal. Yeah. It was a good time. Was it? Uh, at the time it was. it was. I remember loving it at the time. I, I love the idea of talking about that as being like a, a, a tipping point for America. The Jerry Springer show in, in Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's just it's. Why kinda, is Mountain Dew getting a side yeah, swipe yeah, out of you? Mountain Dew knows what it did. It's it's never mentioned in a good context. You know what I mean? So Jerry Springer, thank you so much for everything you've done in a. Thanks for fucking it up for the rest of us, kind of way. way. <laughs> Happy Death Day, buddy. But, but we assume you're a good man. Yes. And the fact that he recognizes that it might not have been great makes me feel even better. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Fully, fully uh, self-aware. 
And that's what we all want. Tyler, very quickly, how long are we? Should I, I, I just have a little tidbit. Should I hold it for afterwards? You can do it. It's uh, 44 minutes. No, let's take a break. All right. Those guys. There are people that are still on the fringes of society. We can still make fun of fat people. We can still make fun of bald people. We can still make fun of people who blow their extremities off of fireworks. We need, it needs to be equality for everyone. Can you make fun of that last group? Make fun of people who blow their extremities off with fireworks? There was a a football player who very recently blew off like four of his fingers and we all had our laughs at at Jean-Pierre Paul. Did we have a laugh? I thought it was horrific and it it was a, a, a terrible invasion of privacy. Because his medical records were put out there for the world to see. If you don't want your privacy to be invaded, then be a little bit more responsible on Freedom Day, Tyler. (laughs) You hate. Oh, wait, I'm now arguing. That sounds like an infringement of freedom. I'm arguing on the other side that I started off on. I told you I'm keeping you on track. Full circle, baby. Okay, I could do this. Necrophilia, a victimless crime, Tyler. Now. Those guys you hate. Guys you hate. Guys you hate. Guys you hate. Red circle. <laughs> Come on, man. Red circle. Come, when I have these moments of brilliance, please don't take it away from me. Just because I'm going, mommy's little meat bar. Stuff like that's got to get annoying. Yeah, yeah. He's just been walking around the house just saying that constantly. Mommy's little meat ball. There it is. But, and, and the thing is, it's not just relegated to one tiny little meatball. It's just anything that go, comes into my head. It's got to be. As a grown man. We had a, a note on the washing machine that said meatball Mommy's little meatball. What that is, is my son and I both bought matching shirts in New York. It's the only... I've seen them. It's the only thing that we bought together while you, being there. You wore them at mom's house. Sure. And uh-huh. it says, mommy's little meatball. Why did you write yourself a note? Uh, because I don't... It's such poor quality, the shirt. I don't want to put it in the dryer because I believe it will burst into flames. I, I I think once I put it in the dryer, I'll never be able to wear it again because gotcha. it's already too tight. Yeah. Tyler, Botox. Yes. Heard of it? I have. I have. Pretty popular with the uh, within the skin and the and the smoothing of the with, skin. With the skin and whatnot. Do you yeah. know what that actually is? You know Botox isn't the actual name of it. It is a brand name like Q-Tips oh. or Reynolds Wrap or whatever. I heard the- Kleenex. I, I, I read a while ago that, that Botox or the chemical in Botox is one of the most poisonous chemicals in the world. Botulism. It is botulism. Oh, yeah. interesting. How about that? Yeah, and they just dilute it down so much that it does what it does without killing anybody. Sure. Well, yet. 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 AI hasn't had a chance to put its mushroom stamp on it yet, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Botox is helping cure depression. Now, when I say that, huh. not just because your face looks like you've been photoshopped, yeah. but for a different reason. So when I say that to you, what does it, what does that conjure? Well, what does that bring it, to mind? Is it fixing depression or is it just sealing people's faces in a certain way that makes them look like they're happy? I listen, Do I look like I'm happy? I don't. I paid for happy. You don't look like happy, but you don't look sad. So it's a step in the right direction. Win. That's a big win. Now, here's the thing. Botox is helping cure depression in, in, in some way. Hold on. Let me get my uh, kook alert ready because I might be crossing over into that territory. Uh-oh. It is helping cure depression by relaxing the muscles in your face that could trigger these negative emotions. So mm. if something happens to you, your primal instinct, your these micro expressions on your face, your body tenses up, these things we're finding through science in a lot of ways are predictors, not something that happens from it. So in this essence, your facial reaction 
is what's spurring the negative emotion as opposed to the negative emotion spurring your physical reaction. It's very interesting. What do you think about that? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, do I have to hit the kook alert, or are we okay? No, no, I think that's okay at the moment, but I think you will have to uh, soon. I, I, it's what they call the. I think this is okay to say the mind body connection, the connection between, I think we're all right. I think, I, well, I can't tell you how to work the just soundboard. Just hovering, Tyler. I'm just hovering. It's the connection between your, as as you can imagine, the mind and the body. And it's what has- As above, so below. What has, in a, it's a chicken or the egg kind of thing. Is it your, your mental thoughts or having a reaction on your physical re, uh, reactions or is your physical reactions having a- uh, an effect on your mental reactions. And therein lies my point of this idea where we approached therapy, which is bullshit, from a certain, <laughs> sorry, from a certain area where it's like, I'm going to control my thoughts. I'm going to control my emotions. I'm tired of being fill in the blank. As opposed to what I'm learning, I'm going into my danger room, I'm going into the gym, and I am, yo, fuck my thoughts. I am going to concentrate on controlling my muscles. I'm going to control how I stand. I'm going to control how I breathe. And whatever happens in that time, that's all well and good. I'm going to focus on what I can focus on. Can't change my thoughts. Well, and anybody else who are who is thinking that way of control your emotions. You're almost there, buddy. You that, almost got it. That's bullshit. Yeah. You can't, you can't control your emotions. That's not how it works. It's being okay with the emotions that come up, regardless of what they may be. And as you just said, go on. Which therein lies, controls them. How do you figure? Because if you learn to be okay with your negative emotions, that is in the ironic kind of way, how you learn to control them by being okay with them, not fighting back against them. But, but that's acceptance, not you, control. You know what, fuck it, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry, we said too many buzzwords, Tyler. It is. It is acceptance of our emotions is what we're talking about. Not control, because you can't control your emotions. Because if you think you can control your emotions, try to be happy all the time. Deal. And then somebody tells you, hey, your mom died. What? Exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Exactly. So it's controlling our reactions to those emotions. Right, right. And so what I'm saying is, and not just your reaction in what is my next behavior going to be, or what am I going to say, or am I going to be rude to this person? Your physical reactions. Yeah. When you dude, when you just told me my mom died, I felt that in my taint, Tyler. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I don't think taints are supposed to. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta put pants on. Yeah. Did my did my computer die? No, nope, it didn't, Tyler. Good for us. Good for you. Um, this is the professionalism you come <laughs> here for. I'm controlling my face while I experience disappointment. Tyler, GBI me, good, bad, interesting me, which is something you do, and then at the end. I'm going to Ryan you, but I think we're going to talk about the same thing, which is super weird. That works for me. Would you like me to change my good? Because I have a second story no, that I can use for good. If you're going to talk about the, the thing. Worst case scenario, I just add in with you. So it might just be a regular GBI. It might be a Gabir. We're going to find out together. Yes, Ryan. We got ourselves a GB. I, and I'm just going to dive right into our good. Wow. Yeah, right. You know what? I'm going to switch my good for this story so we can talk about the cigarette thing in a second. Uh, this is a very uh, unique and fun idea for a problem that I think people face across this country and, dare I say, across the world. Back scratcher. 
Now, oh, I miss my back scratcher. Where is your back scratcher? I haven't heard you. I got too much use out of it. I I filed the fingers down to nubs. You're lying. (laughs) Of course I'm lying. Oh, my God. I was so proud of you in the worst way possible. It was metal. There's no way I could have filed it I don't know, Tyler. Uh, Ryan, we're going to New Jersey for this good. Uh, Everybody knows, and we've talked about it on this show before, everybody knows those parents that take little league sports way too seriously. Sure. Yeah, you're, you're channeling your own desires and wants through your kids and take it way too personally. Absolutely. Yep, I'm one of them. And so uh, you get these, but you are not one of the people who abuses I'm a the ti- umpires. I'm a tiger mom, yep. You yell at the... Nah, I would, oh, I, was, I don't do that to anybody. I was going to say. I don't yell at people who deserve it. Well, you were looking me in the eye yeah. as you were saying I'm it. a fibber. So uh, everybody has seen those parents who get way too angry at youth sports and they berate, they, dare I say, assault, verbally and emotionally assault the referees and the umpires. Which is usually like a 14-year-old kid. Exactly. They're volunteers. Like, motherfucker. They get paid, but penance, I mean. So many of them volunteer for this shit. What? That's what I'm saying is the majority of them don't get paid. Maybe this is a, a strong take. I don't trust those people. (laughs) Well, they get community service hours for it. Even worse. Well. And they take abuse for it. Yep. So a town in uh, New Jersey has found a unique uh, solution to this problem. So from now on, if you're one of these parents who abuses an umpire, a referee, one of these young kids who is doing this, you will then be forced by a judge to serve as an umpire yeah, or a go. referee there you go. for three games. I like that. And if you do not serve those three games. It's like jury duty. Exactly. Yeah. If you do not do those three games, you are not allowed back on the field. You I cannot watch your kid play. Can we bring this into the restaurant industry? Oh, I would love yeah, that. The minute that you shake your credit card in my face, get up <laughs> and bring these beers to table 73, you piece of shit. Or else you can't have another drink. Here's a bus tub. Go clean table four. I love this. I love court ordered empathy. Truly. Like, yeah. like. You are literally going to walk a mile in my shoes. Absolutely. I, I love that. This, Absolutely. More punishments should be like this, where you're forcing, uh, you know, perspective on people. Well, that's what it is. It's you don't realize what you're doing. Here's some perspective. Eat it, bitch. Yep. And t- by the way, table 73 is mad thirsty. So let's get it moving. <laughs> and that's it. And if I was one of, if I was one of the, the umpires that got yelled at, I would show up to the game just to do it to them. Ah, you call that an <laughs> out, you piece of shit. Uh, sir, which kid is yours? Oh, no, I'm just here for the yelling. <laughs> I'm like one of those, you know, adults at Disney World. I'm weird. <laughs> Damn. You just, oh, dude, don't, don't. Also, also, fuck you, Beyonce. Don't. Good God, man. You know what? Fuck Taylor Swift, too, while we're at and it. And Marines. Don't even get me started on <laughs> no, Marines. No, 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 no. Not the military. Because I love them. I, I love them. Don't get me started because I'll talk forever about how much I respect well, them. Well, now I'm worried. Thank you for your the, service. The, the, the joke is that we like to pick fights with the audiences of these uh, by the fa- way, fanatical. Marines, I need you to protect me against the Bay Hive. Yeah, no yeah. joke. Uh, this one is kind of a strange one. Oh, this is our bad, by the way. Push the button. There it is. My safe word is banana. How do you feel about influencers, Ryan. People who are influencers. Um, I know that has a negative connotation in most areas. No, no, no. How do you feel about it? How do I feel? I'm not I'm not wrapped up in any way in the social media world. So I don't feel too bad about it, but I do understand it being used as a pejorative because generally influencers is is thought of as somebody who doesn't have a lot of knowledge but a lot of clout yeah. on social media. How do you feel about parent influencers. And what I mean by parent influencers is people who use their own children as props in a video to get 
internet points. Well, it's the same as I feel about like it, the idea is it could be okay. You could be, a, 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 you know, it's like being a politician. You could be a good person. Unfortunately, it draws in a lot of the bad people. So, so most of the examples that I have are bad. It could be good, yeah. like communism. It could be good. It's just we can't do it right. But if your if your kids are volunteering to be a part of it, that is, it's, like, you're doing something artistic. Can kids volunteer at that age to like to like put their whole life into something? No, just being artistic in a video that I get. Sure, but to I get force it. your kids out into the internet so you can get points, super shitty. It's hard to draw that line, isn't it? No, it's ask your, give your kids autonomy and ask them if they want to do this. How do they feel about this? What are your emotions behind what it is that I'm doing? Sure. While they're sitting in their trailer, chain smoking cigarettes. Why did you just put them in a trailer? Oh, those <laughs> poor children. Tyler, acting ain't easy, dog. You're sure. about to find out. Well, a California, a white California mom influencer was convicted of fabricating a story about a Latino couple trying to kidnap her children okay. outside of a store. How do you feel about that? Uh, Latinos in general? No, no, no. The, the, I don't the, trust the, them, the, Tyler. The, the lying and kidnapping. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm just kidding. I'm Latino. I'm good. <laughs> I'm Latino X. Uh, yeah. Mom lying I, about kidnapping. Nobody feels good about it. That's the problem is that when you talk about these things, the, the mind goes to the worst possible version. I'm sure there are some... some some, you know, celebrity parents that are good people, like mm -hmm. that want to take care of their kids, that, that it sounds crazy, but like Michelle Wee, a famous young Asian golfer, mm -hmm. her parents put her on like a $500 a month uh, allowance and they raised her to be an incredible uh, person. Mm -hmm. It's just very often you find like these people who are just using it for their own narcissism and their own drive. It's really like you're talking about these people fighting at games. This is about you, man. Yeah. This is about you. Well, it's using your children as a tool for your own means, your own gains. We see that a lot. A and, lot. And, and not just with celebrities. People in their life use their kids as a means for, you know, for them, you know? Well, and not only it was, not only was she saying that it was a Latino couple, this, uh, Katie Sorensen, 31 years old, was found guilty of one coin of uh, of one count of making a false report of a crime. But it wasn't just hey a Latino couple. She she specifically named two people in this in this suit. She said that it was Sadie and Eddie Martinez. Martinez, that's the Latin part. Sure, if, as long as it's got a Z on the end of there, we're good. And authorities have cleared them of any wrongdoing and said that the investigation into Sorensen's claims produced. No evidence to support her allegations. Sure, sure. I got to tell you, the idea of like the criminal mastermind that we see in movies, so few and far apart. We are so lucky that criminals are dumb as shit in yeah. the general sense because you do that, you accuse somebody of a crime and you think they're just going to be like, okay, that's cool. We'll go pick them up. It doesn't work like that. You got to have proof. Play yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So... It's uh, she claimed that the couple drove off after she yelled for help. And and you just have to realize, like, there are so many things that go into account here, particularly surveillance cameras. Sure. They are everywhere. Do they have those now? Is that a thing? Everywhere. Really? Your refrigerator has a screen and probably a camera. <laughs> Dude, the video games I get on that thing are wild. So just ladies and gentlemen, don't lie about people trying to kidnap your children. It's not going to work. And you know how easy it is to get your children really kidnapped? I mean, it's like falling oh, off a rock. God, it's, it's like leaving your couch out on the curb for five minutes. It'll be gone. <laughs> With some stains. <laughs> and some kids on top of it. Okay. So, um, yes, yeah, don't be dumb and don't do crimes. 
I think don't be dumb is a little unfair. That's nobody's choice. Nobody right. chooses to be dumb. Yeah, that's not true. Don't really? Yeah, I've chosen a lot of times to be dumb in my life. <laughs> I- ignorant, maybe, but not dumb. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but don't do crimes. Yeah, that I, that I agree with. Don't do crimes unless they're super sweet crimes, and you're getting a lot out of them. Super sweet. <laughs> uh, and into our interesting Ryan. I love an interesting Ryan. Uh-huh. Supreme Court, as you know. Mm-hmm. The highest in all the land. The highest in all the land. And, and we talked about it last week, which was uh, um, Clarence Thomas, one of the justices. He has been uh, hanging out with billionaire sure. and doing a lot of trips and stuff like that. What's, what is the point of being on the Supreme Court if you can't get shit for free? I don't have a rebuttal to that. There you go. He yep. must get the best gift bags at parties. 100 percent is that, is that you trying to trying to an outreach for the kids I, out there i agree with you <laughs> that's a hundred tyler <laughs> jesus christ man i am wow an elder white man don't ever take your vacations with your child ever again he rubs off on you too much For show <laughs> Well, Chief Justice John Roberts was uh, requested recently by the Senate Judiciary Committee um, chairman to come and do a testimony, give testimony on the ethics of the Supreme Court. He has just said, no, thank you. Respectfully, I'm good. And this is just an overall conversation about what do we do here? So wait, meaning what? Explain that to me so, one more time. So because of everything that has come out, you have a judge on this Clarence. highest court in the land, Clarence Thomas, who's taking trips, vacations with this Republican donor billionaire. Doing things that put him in a compromising position. And not reporting it. Sure. Not even telling people, hey, by the way, I'm going to go on this half a million dollar cruise with this billionaire. Nothing and blah, to blah, see blah. here. Nothing to see here. And so the Senate Judiciary Committee has said, hey, Chief Justice John Roberts, please come in, talk to us. We want to ask you questions about the ethic, uh, the ethics of your Supreme Court. Okay. And he said, respectfully, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I appreciate you asking, but I got stuff going on that so, day. So now the, the question that I just have is, what do we do here? Because now you have a, 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 a Supreme Court, which seems ethically compromised to a certain degree, to, to just the itty bittiest of degrees, and then there is no oversight on it. And now when somebody is trying to say, hey, we want to talk to you about it, they get to just say, no, thank you. So what you're trying to tell me is that powerful, uh, I'm sure millionaire plus men in this country don't have to do anything that they don't want to do, even if it's against the law or it, that's shocking. To that's, me. that's, that is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. Are, is it fair to say that ethics Man, how do, what's the right way to say this? I don't even that? know what you're trying to say. Ethics are dead? Ethics feels like it is no longer, if it ever was, at the epicenter of our, I mean, forget capitalism, but just just our, there is no moral code here anymore, is there? Am I, am I, am I cutting with too, too broad of a, of a sword here? I think individually, I think in our daily lives, there's ethics abound. But I think systematically, it has been corrupted so much that when you get to the highest tier of that level, whether it be Supreme Court or president or whatever the fuck. Or businesses. Or, or yeah, but but the businesses, the biggest businesses are our government. They're the ones who run the show. And, 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 and they dictate the way all this goes. And my question to you is, and I've had this conversation with my son who's teaching me all sorts of weird lingo that I need to chill with. Um, is the idea 
of a successful business in some degrees antithetical to having morals. You can't put morals at the head of a successful business. Wait, 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 wait. I think it depends on what you mean by successful business. Crushing all of your competitors and the people that you also love. Well, in order to accomplish that, you can't be ethical, but you exactly. can you can look to certain businesses that are not as big as as Amazon or Microsoft Losers. or whatever. Losers. <laughs> I mean, what? But they but they willingly pay their their employees a livable yeah. wage. They give them benefits. They give them time off. They sure. give them all those things. And they will be eaten by Google and Amazon or, and Apple. And that's the thing. And and the whole point of the government was to keep that from happening. And now the businesses have taken over the government and not only don't keep it from happening, but actively push for it to happen. Well, it's it's that thing of, hey, you want to be in the N, uh, I was going to say NAACP. I do want to be in the NAACP, but the NCAA. Good luck, buddy. And they will not return my damn no. Zoom calls. No. But if you want to be in the NCAA, the, the college association with uh, sports, and you don't want to cheat, that's cool. And we appreciate that. Also, you're going to get fired because all these other people who are out cheating are going to eat your lunch. Yeah. Isn't that kind of where we are in terms of just businesses and government, which just like you said, are now one conglomerate, are yeah. now one thing. Well, there was a point when that wasn't the case, you know, and, when? and, and been, when? Oh, a long time ago. Uh, I mean, it's been, it's been decades, decades and decades and decades, but the, the system has eroded over the course of time. And we are now seeing the, the extremes of it, the way that wealth is being accumulated by these few. We've never Ever, ever, ever. I don't care what kind of fucking uh, uh, corruption you want to talk about in the past. We have never seen an accumulation of wealth the way we are seeing right now in modern times. I trust if, them. If you, I, I if, trust the if people. If you bring with up the money. a king of hundreds of years ago, I'm gonna slap your face. Not you. <laughs> I mean anybody. Xerxes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's just in my mind. But but we've never seen it like this, and and it can only erode the the middle class which it is doing and it is going to crumble on top of us by design and 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 you say that this has been going on you know it, aren't we now at the culmination of what we were always taught as you were sitting there saying that i was trying to remember what's what's my boy's name that we talk about all the time on the show sigmund freud's cousin uh he, oh eddie bernays uh, old eddie bernays mm -hmm. How long ago was it? Uh, a century ago that these mechanisms started turning? Was it in? The, well, I think it was in the forties, if I'm not was mistaken. The, yeah. So you're talking. Reveal, you're talking eighty years ago. To all the people sure. who don't know what I'm talking about, Sigmund Freud's cousin, ostensibly the inventor of modern advertising, modern advertising yeah. and social, uh, you know, public relations. Yeah. Who thought that? You know that that the human population could be controlled through capitalism. And he was right. And depending upon which prism you run it through, he yeah. was right, Tyler. And, and, we're, and we're now in in what feels like the end stages of that. Yeah, for sure. And you can control them with the whip, as we've been seeing, for only so long. Yeah. Because the, the harder things get, the more people are going to push against you. So And the uh, world takes notice. Yeah. If you could dominate a, a group of people without them noticing, they would be the perfect slaves. Well, and people are, are noticing now. No, so and then, fluoride in the water, Tyler. <laughs> sure, Ryan. Crystallizing my pineal gland. Uh huh. Giving me hemorrhoids. I think that's a separate issue. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and that Ryan. I need a donut pillow for uh, my brain. Oh wait, and you have a GBI. Oh, I do. I got a ur. <laughs> that's rude. 
Tyler, I, what were you? So you were going to talk about something with cigarettes? What was the idea? What was the idea of it? Uh, of how much cigarette use has dropped over the last however many years. I was going to talk about the same thing. Do you have statistics? Let's see if they match up. Where'd you get your information from? I got mine from USA Today. I'm on APnews.com, oh Associated boy. Press. A battle of the uh, of the titans, Tyler. What what'd yeah. you get? Well, uh, the electronic cigarette use has ru- uh, has risen, but after a preliminary finding of from the CDC on a response they did to, they did to 27,000 adults, they found that in the mid 1960s, 42 percent of U.S. adults were smokers. Wait, hold on. I have. 45% of adults in the U.S. smoke cigarettes in the 1950s. So does, do those match up? Well, there you go. Mid-1960s for go. me was 42%. So it had only dropped 3% within a decade. That, that makes sense. Last year, the amount of adult smokers dropped to 11%. I have the same thing. Yeah. This is incredible. Now, what I was doing is comparing these numbers to, for the first time on record... More people in the United States are smoking mamawana yeah. instead of cigarettes. So, good like you for said, you guys, is it good for them to do marijuana rather than cigarettes? Absolutely. But aren't they gonna rape our women and rob our banks? Or? <laughs> You're smoking the wrong weed, dude. <laughs> I believe that's PCP. It's really cheap, Tyler. <laughs> I got such a good deal. Also. Can't feel my leg. That sounds terrifying. And also, give me the number to your sure, dealer. Sure, sure. I just want to try it one time. So. And now, so you said 11% of people in America say that they smoke cigarettes. I'll tell you, when I see somebody smoking cigarettes now, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, what are you you doing? What's going on over there? We've got technology, bro. You've got to assume that that's going to fall even further. Like, because not, not only do we have other options, but also the people who are making it up, dying at an alarming rate. For sure. And you also have all the laws going into place, uh, fighting against cigarettes. So this has been hap- this has been a trend over the sure. last couple decades. And the the ah, man, just how expensive cigarettes have gotten. Is cigarettes ju- are super expensive. Now. Is Juul done? Is Juul gone? I no, think- no, 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 no. They got a four hundred and twenty five million dollar penalty for advertising directly to kids. But that shit does look but, cool. But they're a multi as I mean, we can review a multi billion dollar industry. We can review because I know a lot of that shit with Juul is bait and switch. It's all the same freaking cigarette companies. Well, so they're that's all doing it. the same shit. They saw cigarette companies uh, cigarette usage on the way down and they got ahead of it and started investing literally billions of dollars into the e-cigarette uh, market. And, yeah, and so, and so, bastards. and so the people who were running the cigarette companies now are in charge of the electronic cigarette. Wait, companies. Philip and Morris are both there. They're, so, they're both still running <laughs> strong. Are they wearing that cowboy hat <laughs> and that trachea hole? Tyler, 11% of adults smoking cigarettes, 16% smoking marijuana, smoking the marijuana, Tyler. Good for all of you. Stop murdering people when For, you smoke weed. 48% According who to say they've tried it over their lifetime. So that number- It's going to steadily rise. In 1969, the people who smoked marijuana, or at least admitted to it, 4%. Wow. 4%. I was going to guess so in, gone the, up in the teens. 12%. Over, you know, 50 years or whatever that, I'm not Yeah, but it's only going to explode the more it becomes legal. How about this? A lot of people let legality, well, I shouldn't let, I shouldn't say let, but they they take legality of that thing very much into account. And now that it's becoming legal more and more. I like it it less. I I want a little danger with my weed. Sure. (laughs) I want to have to parachute out over a jungle somewhere. Man, this is an expensive dime. Uh, And 
Alcohol stayed relatively consistent over the past 80 years. 77% of Americans considered themselves drinkers, which is 63% in 1939. So we're roughly in the same place. I wonder if there's going to be... Social lubrication. I wonder if there's going to be an alternative for that one day. We're... It's hard to say. Not not just in this culture, but in so many cultures around the world. Um, it's it's so such a foundation of a lot of things. Yeah. Dr- drinking is deep at the heart of a lot of things that we do. Absolutely. It's have, good times, Ryan. Have you ever tried to play uh, cornhole? Cornhole sober. He's, Tyler? he's doing a. Thank he's, you. He's Dude, doing you, an upward motion. You, cr- you ever tried to jerk off a giant <laughs> sober, Tyler? It's terrible. And that is Gabir. GBI with an R at the end. With an I, and there gentlemen. it is, Tyler. There Great job, is. dude. I'm loopy. Good I, job I, to you. Got to sit down for a minute. Sure. Tyler, tell people how they can help us sit down. Like one of those donut pillows. I, I was going to say, get yeah. us a hemorrhoid donut. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hemorrhoids on this week's show. Uh, go to thoseguysyouhate.com and subscribe Please. and leave us a message and hit that little voicemail button in the bottom right-hand corner so you could say whatever perverted things you want to say to us. Uh, yeah, and great job, Ryan. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story is, oh boy, I, man, I would just say, I'm just going to keep it, keep it easy uh, this week. Moral of the story is, is I love you all very much. And I just want to say thank you to all the people out there that support us. Um, uh, we we literally couldn't do this without you. So sure so could. so thank you. Sure we could. Thank you. Yeah, but it wouldn't be as fun. Okay. Well, yeah. Just I mean, say what you. If there was a zero across the board of listeners every single week, it would make it a thousand times more difficult to do this. When we know we're the only ones who hear these words. Yeah, we did that for a little while. That was fun. <laughs> well, that's how everybody starts off. Sure. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, and I mean this in the healthiest way possible. Push yourself. How much can you take without being offended? You're in charge of being offended. You, you, nobody can offend you. I know how cliche this is without your permission. It's how true. much can you take before you have to fight back? And Six still- inches. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. You're doing a real thing. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. You're uh, honestly <laughs> ridiculous.
Yeah, red circle. Yeah, Ryan's man. Ryan's struggling with phlegm, and we haven't even started the show yet. I'm going to take up smoking. I'm going to start smoking. Oh, good for you. Counterintuitive good balance to what it is that we're doing. More on that later, actually, <laughs> believe it or not. And I mean that sincerely. More on smoking later. And once you say that, more on smoking later, later, Tyler. Oh, wow. How about that? Because for your good, bad, and interesting, I've got a Ryan. We're, go- we're doing Gibber this week. Remember? I, this is I bad. do. This is bad I idea. do. Well, I do. Let's well, start over. Well, the good thing is, the good thing is, is pregame, so we get to shake the willies out. Shake, shake the sillies out, Tyler. The willies no, out. Le- hold on to your willies. Oh. Do not shake the, the the willies out. I need my willies. Yeah, hold on to your willies. Speaking of willies, that's a bad segue because I'm not going to say anything about not willies. Great. Not great. Housewarming party, Tyler. Yep. Let's chat about it. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to do it. Sure. We're going to do it. We're Why, doing this. What is the resistance to making this happen? It's just doing stuff like. Well, it's, I, just, it's just setting the day. I don't yeah. think we're, we're good date setters. Date setters because we'll want to not do it on that day almost 100% of the time. Well, we're, we're great idea men. Oh, for the sure. The ideas we got yep. down pat. It's the actual following through thing it would be great if in. one of us was an idea guy and one of us was a detail guy we're just two idea guys yeah. crashing into each other in the dark yeah, yeah. i love yeah. it great ideas though really great Tyler. Yeah. really great yeah what uh for me it's just having a bunch of people over here that's what a housewarming party milling is. about milling touching our loitering they're loitering why would they be touching <clears throat> Why would they be touching our stuff? I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, right. I want to talk about how you, just for a brief moment in time, sounded like somebody stepping on a, a dog squeezy toy. Housewarming party. <laughs> Housewarming party. Heartwarming yeah. party. Okay, so, and so then, I, say, I say we and just. Then it's just it's getting everybody together. I would like for our different groups of friends to meet each other. That would be cool. I think, because this works for me, I think that if we just set a date a month from now, as we build up, because you know our style, as we get closer to that date, it will push us to do whatever it is that we need to do. I mean, the house or, is the house is is, is set up. Or a, hear me out. Go on. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you checkmated me, sir. Tyler, have you ever tried video games? Uh, every day. They're Ryan. fucking awesome, they Tyler. Are, they are That's, awesome. You know what? I'm sure there's a game like Roblox, or we could do a housewarming party on there. Nobody has to come. You know, touch my stuff, Tyler. Well, again, why? Let me make sure I say this correctly. Why would people be touching Street your stuff? Street producer Lenny, shifty, shifty. Why do you invite him over then? That's a great question. All right, let's do the show. Are let's, we doing this or what? The housewarming party? Yeah, for sure. All right, go. all right. So let's do a date. It's uh, this is scintillating radio, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, this is legitimate growth in front of you. We are actually following through in the moment. We, oh my goodness! We need to get a drum roll sounder. Oh my here. goodness! Um, let's do. Today is a- April 29th. Uh huh. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. How about? Tyler. How about? How about? How about? <laughs> Make it a Saturday. How about? A, uh, uh, well, well, April. Excuse me. May 29th is Memorial Day, which means three day weekend. What if we did the Sunday of that weekend? Let's do that. That's Bang. it. Bang. It's there happening. you go. And you're all invited. If you can hear the sound of my voice, come to our house. Especially if you're a murderer. Remember when we did that? Yes, I remember yeah. when we did that. Tyler, yes. I got a question for you. Uh-huh. I hope we cut all that. Nobody gives a shit. About it's, the Menendez Mansion 3.0. No, I don't care. Just please stop talking about your house. This is the pregame. This oh. is the pregame. We can talk about whatever we want. Is that true? Yeah, the people who make it this far, they clearly okay. have no direction in their Does lives. Does this look bad? 
Oh, what? Stop, dude. That's almost your penis. <laughs> almost my Why'd penis. you pull your pants down? I don't know. I was just like, we could talk about whatever we want. I was showing you a rash, whatever. Tyler, um, that was a weird question that everybody wants to know. Did you drink last night? I did not. Oh, good for you, Tyler. Yeah. And the reason why I bring it up is because Tyler is trying not to drink for a month. For a month, 30 right? days. No, please, can everybody just stop saying detox? Fucking chill. <laughs> stop saying detox. The detox is your kidneys and your liver and whatever the fuck else you got going on in there. Uh, it's just taking a break. Okay. It's just, it's just okay. taking a break. Because, okay. because it's, stop yelling at me. How's your detox going? That's all we want to know. <laughs> because as you pointed out, as I brought it up and you and you... Uh, acknowledged. I went a little hard there for the previous month. Oh, was, you brought it up first before I. I no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. You were just, a little crazy. I, I brought it up, and sure. you're like, "Yeah, you it's were like living with fucking it. Tony Montana." Over um, here, you know what I mean? Stop uh, shooting in the living room. Except when I say say hello to my little friend, I just whip my penis out. <laughs> Why do we always do the? I was gonna make that same joke. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, yeah. So, so just a, a month off, and I was really wondering, like, man, how's this gonna go? Because the drive to do things that I should not shouldn't be doing, but just aren't greatest for my health. Uh, is there eating un- unhealthily, staying up late, mm-hmm. uh, uh, drinking, all that kind of stuff? But you know what? I went to this party and almost everybody except one of my other friends who just doesn't drink yeah, was that, drinking. That kid's a loser. And well, that's Mel. You're gonna see her tomorrow. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and she I, listens I, to this. Uh, really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I feel uh, more confident. Now. And it wasn't a it it wasn't a big deal. I will admit, it is much easier when you have the cast of of characters around you that support you. Of course. They they asked me twice, and the the even the second time. The host of the party, Andy, was like, "Chill." He, he's like, "He's like, hey, do you want to drink?" Oh, that's right, I forgot. You ain't drinking. We're good. If you're surrounded by people who don't support you in that, reevaluate your life. I mean, if 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 you're around friends who see you, whether it's misguided or not, trying to do something to better yourself, and they don't back you up, those people are not your friends. Is that a controversial take? I don't think it's controversial. I will say, and maybe this is me just making excuses. I think it's a lot easier now that we're older. When I oh, was, for sure. when you're for younger sure. and you're not drinking at a party, you get a lot of like, oh, why aren't you drinking? And those people <laughs> are not your friends. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that is, I think is, did I, that was also Tyler. Yeah. For anybody keeping track at home, that's two for Tyler. <laughs> um, I, and I think the maturity is learning to surround yourself with people who care about you enough. I hate pushers. I, well, yeah. wait, I shouldn't say hate, hate. Yeah, because yeah, our yeah. mother is one. <laughs> our mother will empty a bottle of wine as you're down on the ground puking. And I'm like, mom, you got to stop getting people hammered. Yeah. Well, she's like that with food too. She just right. wants you to be, she, she's she into the libations, man. Yeah. And she doesn't have to drive anywhere. Very so true. that's a, that's Very a big true. time win for you. Uber face. Mm-hmm. Tyler. Uber face. I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. She has a lot of face and I'm German. Tyler. I, here's Uber the face. <laughs> here's the thing. With this show. And I'm burying this in the pregame. Burying the lead. I can't help but snitch on myself. I can't help but snitch on myself on this show. I can't help but just list my deepest, most inner thoughts. And it's getting me in trouble. Mm -hmm. It's If you want to know what's going on with me, let's say we're dating or whatever, all you have to do is listen to the show Mm -hmm. and you will find out. What I think was this this uh, was this last week the comment about the lady with the wide base, low center of gravity. That's as not what it I were. said at all. Oh, oh, my, then that was probably what I said. A sturdy girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And first of all, is this what we're talking about? Maybe. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because it really here's the thing. What the fuck does sturdy girl 
mean. Okay, here, let me. She's sh- got bricks for feet. <laughs> she's really sturdy on she's, her feet. She's Sandman from <laughs> Spider-Man. No, here's the deal, okay? And just a little peek behind the curtain for something that nobody cares about. We did the segment. I am not allowed to say this. What do we call that? What was it called? Uh, can I say this? No, it's not can I say this. That's where I say it anyway, and then you yell at me, Tyler. And then there's, I have to bleep it out. There's gradations to this thing. Sure. And we talk about something that we're not allowed to talk about, and then we bleep out the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just a joke for Tyler and me, Yeah. which is what this whole show is. That you guys get to be a part of, so you're welcome. Here's the problem. As you were out on your drug-fueled, methamphetamine, uh, you know, battery-powered weekend, uh-huh. I didn't get a chance to edit with you. So you decided... What should be in there and what shouldn't? Mm-hmm. I would have never allowed Sturdy Girl to be in there. Mm-hmm. I would have made you bleep Sturdy Girl. Okay, well, this is a problem Which because- Which is not an insult. Which is, so why would we bleep uh, why it? Why am I holding my hands up like this? If, it, if it's not an insult, why would we bleep it? Because I worry that's- Don't fucking do that. I worry mm-hmm. that Sturdy Girl, without context, could be misconstrued. There was all the context. So we were literally having a conversation about it. There is no more context. I was taken out of context in my own words, Tyler. And, yeah, and you took yourself out of context. It's all well and good. Uh-huh. And I like that there is such catharsis. And I trust the Haitian army with my vulnerabilities. Well, first of all, that's a bad idea. Second of all, <laughs> we had just spoken the week before about how you say this needs to be removed all the time and don't actually mean it. So we need some- What needs to be removed? Just just pieces of the, of the show. You will say in transition, okay, that needs to be removed. And then when I brought it up to you two weeks ago- I'm a real enigma, Tyler. When you, I know. When I brought it up to you two weeks ago, you said, no, I just say that. We don't need to remove everything I say need to be removed. We need a safe word. I should have taken that out. We, when I told you that we shouldn't remove stuff, we should have taken that out. We should have bleeped that. Yeah, this isn't confusing at all. This is Inception. It, just Tyler, I need to be guarded against myself because here's the problem. That's a full-time job, Ryan. I'm meeting people. Yes, and somebody needs to baby-proof the downstairs because I almost put my eye out on the corner of the coffee table. Mm -hmm. Do we have any of those pool noodles? We'll talk about this off-air, but I need some sort of safeguard against my own... Dare I say stupidity, Tyler? I want to be honest. I want to be open. I regurgitate my life into this microphone, mm-hmm. and 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 now I'm supposed to pay the price for it? Yes, that's how that works. It's called accountability. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's growing huh. up, dude. That's growing up. That sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop being so sturdy. Let's do the show. Stur- she. Okay, let me ask you this. Because I got into a big fight with Leonardo about this. Is Would you say the sturdy girl? I wouldn't call anybody a sturdy girl. Okay, that's now, a weird but, but, way but, to phrase but it. But now that you know what I'm saying, would you uh, not say She's that- anti-petite. Sounds sturdy to me. <laughs> no, she's, um, oh boy. I, Does she listen to the show? Well, this will be cut, I guess. Well, uh, we're bleeping the name for sure. I, I would say thick. She's she's a thick Okay, so thick we're girl. just semantics, but, brother. But no, it's not because synonyms. there's- No, because sturdy is not a, 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 a shape. Sturdy is, is it's not a shame. If you were Amish, you would understand the fundamental value of something being sturdy. But I'm also not Amish. I raised my silo for you. Nor are people who listen to this show because it's on electronics. We also do it in Braille. No, we don't. <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder how much that would cost. I'll give you a bump. Ah. Is it? It was all right. Yeah. It just made me think of cocaine, so which brought I mean, a smile to my face. <laughs> Tyler, you were deeply <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Cold busters. Red circle. You know what you need to straighten you out? 
I already said red circle. What do you want from me? Fentanyl. Oh, okay. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Get my money's worth. At least a tablespoon. <laughs>